You're listening to episode 136 on Making Life Better Than Ever with special guest Joel Osteen. Welcome to the podcast. I'm April Osteen Simons, and I'm so glad you're listening today. Y'all, I am on the countdown. My new book, Better Than Ever, is a little more than a month away from releasing, and I couldn't be more excited. Today, I want to ask a favor from you. Would you go and pre-order my book? See, pre-orders are very important to retailers, and they really help the book to get out there. And you can pre-order from anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Books A Million, Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble. I can leave some links in the show notes that will take you directly to the place to order the book. And I just want to say thank you in advance if you decide to do it. I really do believe this book will bring inspiration and encouragement to your everyday living. So in today's episode, we are talking about making life better than ever. I mean, who doesn't want a better than ever kind of life? I recently was with my brother on Sirius XM, and I thought I'd bring this broadcast to all of you. I had a great time doing it. It's always fun to be with the family. So let's go in and join my brother and I now. We are so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for spending this time. We have a great hour lined up for you. I believe you're going to be encouraged and inspired, and you're going to leave better. Hey, my little sister April is with me today. April, you've never been on with me, have you? I've never been. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Well, it's always great to have family. Actually, my mom and Lisa are in the room, too, along with Alden, but... uh, we're going to talk about April's. She's got a new book coming out in September, and April's a great, uh, April's so funny, and she's just a great sister, but she's a great minister, a great speaker, and you've done a lot of motivational speaking, too, April, too. I have. I've done it with businesses, and I really enjoyed it. Well, you're a good speaker. I've trained you very well, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, but we'll talk with my little sister, April, today for a little while. We'll take your calls in a minute, but April's new book comes out in September. It's called Better Than Ever, and I like that, April, because it's easy to get stuck in life and say, well, you know, I'm doing good. I'm okay. I'm making it through the pandemic. But in this book, you challenge us to, to be our best, to be better, to get better each day. But uh, maybe just a little bit about the book, and then we'll we'll talk some more about it. Yeah, it's all about not being stuck. And, and the tagline is, get your happy back, and who doesn't want that, stress less, and enjoy every day. And, and really, Joel, it's about making today better than yesterday. It's not settling in life, and but, but living life to the fullest, not just settling to, you you know, just like you said, okay, I'm just going to get by. No, no matter how old you are or how young you are, God has a great plan for your life, and we just need to go for it. Yeah, that's so good, April. And I think, uh, you know, it's easy when, you, when you've been through disappointments or setbacks or life hasn't turned out the way you, you wanted it to, to just, you know, just it's kind of settle and think, well, this is good enough. But uh, I think when you take those steps of faith and, and, you know, I like that making every day, making today better than yesterday. Yeah. That's a great thought. Yeah, and, and you know, you got to put feet to your faith. You may not feel like it. You may you may be in a place right now where you're just kind of down, and and you know, we we empathize with you. But I just encourage you to put some feet to your faith. Whether it's just waking up in the morning and opening up the curtains, letting the sun shine in, that's one step closer to having a better today than yesterday. That's so good, April. I love you. In, in chapter sixteen, it talks about remember who you are, and there's that story about daddy, and you know, it's just it's good practical advice. But talk mm-hmm. about that. Well, I was a softball pitcher, and you know that because you you were my coach at one point. But um, we were we were to the state championship, and the bases were loaded, and I was about to pitch my the pitch that would hopefully win the game. 
Um, if I didn't put a strike in, then the you know the other team would win. And the girl that walked up to the plate looked like she was going to knock me out of the park. And so <laughs> I'll never forget the yeah. coach, her coach, our coach saying, you know, go way back, way back. And then the crowd was shouting for her and kind of saying derogatory remarks about me. Oh, she can't do it. You know, you got this. It's easy. <laughs> and I started getting really discouraged and um, I felt defeated. And I began to tell myself, you can't do this. She's, she's you know, she's going to hit this ball. She's going to win the game. Everything fell on my shoulders at that point. And I was so discouraged. I remember um, just about to pitch and I got ready to pitch the next ball. And everything got really quiet, almost an eerie silence. And just as I was looking at the catcher, right above the uh, the referee back there, umpire, umpire, yeah. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw somebody stand up, and it happened to be Daddy. And he was in his baseball cap. He had on shorts. He had the whitest legs you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> I was temporarily blinded for a moment, but. <laughs> I'll never forget, he kept his hands over his mouth, and he said, you can do it, April. This is the winning strike. And you know what? All of a sudden, I thought, if Daddy said I can do it, then I can do it. And all of a sudden, I remembered, April, you've trained years for this. You got it in you. I just needed somebody to remind me of who I was. And and I equate that to how God is in our lives. You know, sometimes we get off course. We, we get discouraged in life. We think we're not all that. We're not as good as this one or that one. And, and we just have to remind ourselves, if God made us, and He did, then we've got greatness on the inside of us. And in those times of defeat, we just got to remind ourselves of who who we are. You know, we're his masterpiece. We're one of a kind. We're an original. And God doesn't make junk and he doesn't make accidents. So that's what that chapter's about. That's so good. My little sister April Simons is with me today and her new book is out called Better Than Ever. Actually, it comes out. You can order it anywhere books are sold, of course. But uh, April, I love that. And you're, a, you're. I guess I we got this from my dad or my mom, but you're an encourager as well. You're always speaking hope into people. Mm-hmm. I, I read your Instagram and things like that. But maybe somebody out there is listening that didn't have the upbringing that we did. We were raised in a good home and parents that loved us and, you know, just a, a loving environment. But, you know, we also you talk about in your book about breaking the cycle yeah. because we all still, you know, there's cycles. Somebody wasn't raised like us. And yeah. it doesn't mean that you can't still have a great life and that you can't still start something awesome in your life. But right. maybe you can talk about that. Yeah, I like to say it like this. Just because you didn't come from a healthy family doesn't mean a healthy family can't come from you. And today is a great day. You can start a new family tree. And I always say, you know, some people weren't raised with loving parents. They weren't raised to hear the words, I love you. Guess what? Today, you can start saying, I love you. It might be hard. It might be difficult. But change starts with you. You know, I I like to say life has no remote control. You got to get up and change it yourself. So you can start today planting new seeds and, um, you know, it, it, it runs in the family until it ran into you. You just get that that determination on the inside of you and say, no, I'm not going to repeat past patterns. I'm not going to repeat unhealthy, toxic cycles. It stops with me. I'm planting a new family tree. That's so good. That's what Daddy did. Yeah. You know, really, I guess it was more the poverty side from our family. We we didn't experience it because my dad, he, he came out of it, but he really broke that. You know, it was really a poverty mentality. Yeah. And I, I think, April, sometimes it— 
well, probably all the times it starts in our thinking. Maybe, you know, maybe it can be some characteristics can be passed down. But I, I think, you know, what we're thinking, you know, the thought, I can't break this addiction or I can't pitch that strike or I can't, yeah. I'll never meet the right person. But boy, that's, you hear us talk about a lot about, you know, changing to changing the channel in your mind too to to thoughts of victory and thoughts of faith and those can do thoughts but people maybe you can talk a little bit about you know our, our thoughts i hear you teach on that as well yeah and and sometimes it's really practical i'm practical i have five kids i just like tell me how to do it <laughs> so sometimes it's simple like saying and stop saying i can't and start saying i can Stop saying, I don't think so, and start saying, I, I know. <laughs> Stop saying it's impossible and begin to say it is possible. You know, I just try to take impossible out of my vocabulary. And um, so it, it's changing the way that you look at things, and it's changing your mindset, changing what's coming into your, to, to your mind. And, you know, uh, somebody said this, positive people have negative thoughts, too. They just don't act on those negative thoughts. They choose to shift their per- perspective yeah. to the positive. Yeah, I think that's so important because, you know, being positive doesn't mean that those thoughts aren't yeah. going to come. I just think you do. You have to make that choice, and, and you do it a day at a time. I, I've had many people tell me, Joel, I was always negative my whole life, and I just thought who I, that's who I was. But just over time, and it's like you're doing today, listening to the radio, listening to some good programming, some good inspiration, filling your mind with thoughts of hope and faith and victory. I think you can do that just one thought at a time. I, I've heard it, April, like a, a riverbed. You know, if a, a riverbed's running in one direction, mm-hmm. it may not change overnight, but just little by little, you start digging out yeah. the other way, and over time, it can change. So I know you can do that as well. And April, a couple more things on April's book. Then we'll take some calls here in just a moment. But I love that, April, get your happy back because it seems like more than ever, you know, through this pandemic and just life in general, it has a way of taking our joy and taking our mm-hmm. our victory, and we kind of just going through the motions of life. But, you know, you're a funny person. You, you've got a funny sense of humor, and not just funny looking, but you are funny. <laughs> but but my little sister April, that is. But no, she's April's always had us, always makes us laugh. But I think it's important because laughter, the scripture says, is like a medicine. Yeah. And, and the you know, we can all let the weight of the world. I, I know you're like me and like everybody else, you know, you've got challenges to deal with. You got traffic, you got bills, you got, you know, things going on in your family, but we can't let that weigh us down. Yeah, we can't. And I can think of a story I told in the book when my kids were smaller and we had not one, not two, not three, but four toilets overflow at the same time. I mean, the toilet demon had entered our house. (laughs) It was Sunday morning. We were getting ready for church. And I, I mean, kids were sliding through the water. My cute shoes were getting wet. It was terrible. And I mean, it was chaos. It was chaotic. And I had to go to church. I mean, we were pastoring. So um, I just, I began to assess the mess. I began to calculate all the loads of laundry. And I wanted to cry. But in the midst of it all, I looked at everything and I just began to laugh. I think it had gotten so bad that I started to laugh. And my kids looked at me like, who are you? And where's our mom? Is it okay to laugh? And and so, you know, when they realized it was okay, we all began to laugh. And I realized in that moment, you really can get your happy back in the midst of a a really bad moment because in all reality, toilets overflowing wasn't the end of the world. I thought it was at the moment, but in this book, this is what I talk about. If we can just have a mindset shift in the middle of a, a mad moment, <laughs> a yeah. middle of a chaos, a chaotic moment, you know, we can laugh. And I mean, you know, and I understand not all things are funny, but if you can just kind of shift your perspective to that positive perspective, don't allow the chaos around you to override the calm within you and just choose to take on a joyful spirit. 
Yeah, I think that's so important, April, and just seeing each day as a gift. And sometimes I think that, like you said, that you know, sometimes people are fighting a big illness is not the same, but you can still find that joy and peace on the inside. And I was talking to somebody the other day, maybe it was a caller, but I was just amazed at all they were going through, and yet they had the most peaceful, calm, faith-filled spirit. I know it was. It was a friend of mine, and his wife is fighting cancer, and he and it doesn't look good. But he said, "We're going to leave each joy, and we're going to leave it live each day in faith." We're going to stay filled with joy, and we are not going to be a victim in this situation. And, and you know, it's that's that, that was remarkable because you know his his wife it doesn't it doesn't look good at all. Not that God can't turn it around, but you know it's it's easy to be bitter in those situations mm-hmm. and just man just you know life's throwing me a curve. But I think you got to keep that that sense of joy, that sense of peace, and just realizing, hey, God, you've given us. I think what my friend was saying was, God, you've given us this day together, and yeah. we're going to live this day. And if she got a month to live, or six months, or maybe sixty years, but we're going to enjoy it today. And I think that's important. Yeah, I think you know you have to. The scripture says, "This is the day the Lord has made, so we will rejoice and be glad in it." And so, if you just think about it, you may think you don't have a lot of good going on in your life if you just think, man, I woke up this morning. I have another chance at another day. And so much we look for joy in the extraordinary when really it's sprinkled all over our life. It's it's in the fact that we woke up. It's in the fact that we have a great family. It's in the fact that, you know, we have a roof over our head. It's just being grateful for what we do have and not focusing on what we don't have. Yeah, that's so good. Well, so my little sister April Simons is with me today and her new book comes out in September. It's called Better Than Ever. Really, really a great book. Very inspiring. I like your chapters, April because they're shorter chapters mm-hmm. and they're great thoughts. And, uh, and it really is. And I, you, we talked before about Turn the Page, uh, talking about my mom. My mom's in the studio with us, too. We'll, we'll get her in a minute and my sister Lisa. But talk about Turn the Page because that, that, that has to do with when Daddy passed. Yeah, in 1999, um, you know, our dad went to heaven. And um, I watched my mom. They had Mama was 66 at the time, 12 years younger than Daddy. And she still had a lot of life left in front of her. And I just, I wrote this chapter because I so admired Mama because she could have sat back and said, you know what? We had a good ride. We had a good run. We were a great team together. Daddy's gone. Now I'll just sit back and kind of sit in the back and, you know, nobody will know what I'm doing anymore. But I saw how Mama rose to a new level, a new level that I didn't even know was inside of her. And instead of stopping and ending the chapter right there, she turned the page. And it showed me that when we think life is over, God has a new chapter to begin. But we can't begin that next chapter unless we turn the page. We can't walk through that next door unless we close the door. So that chapter is all about, you know, maybe something has died in your life. Um, our hearts go out to you, but we also want you to know there's a new chapter waiting to begin. Uh, maybe somebody walked out on you. You can turn the page. There's a new chapter. And you know what? It's not God's plan B, C, D for your life. No, He still has plan A for your life. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your mistakes. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past. It's not about who you were. It's about who you choose to become. So you can turn the page and watch God do amazing things in your life. I love that. April, because that's one of the most important principles in life. And I, I think about how the scripture says that God has written every day of our life in his book. And I, I couch it this way that, 
you know, sometimes we get stuck on a page, and mm-hmm. that's what you're saying because, you know, it's not saying in that book that there won't be ups and downs and loss, and there's going to be promotion and joy and victory as well. But I think that the key is is so important for us all. You keep turning the page. You don't get bitter. I even think about I talk a lot about Joseph because, you know, he went that, through that betrayal with his brothers, thrown into a pit. Well, he could have got stuck there. God, where are you? You gave me this dream. But he turned the page, and then something else negative happened, you know, again and again and again. But, boy, when I see him, he just kept turning the page. And maybe you feel like that's what's how it's been in your life. Just, Joel, wait a minute. I had this happen, and then the pandemic, and then this. And you know what? Just keep turning the page. God is still good. You're, I believe your life is going to end in victory, not not just end, but you're going to see victory as you keep turning that page, letting go of the disappointments. And you know what? If you think about it, Satan's greatest fear is your tomorrow. He doesn't want you to step into your destiny. He wants you to get so caught up in what's going on today that you become discouraged. He steals your joy. He steals your strength. He doesn't want you to move forward. So if you can recognize the, the schemes of the enemy and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I see what you're doing. I'm not, I'm not going to live here anymore. I'm not going to repeat the past if the past isn't worth repeating. I'm turning the page. I'm moving forward. Greater days are ahead. That's good, April. You've done that this in your own life because you've gone through challenges like us all, but that's one thing I've seen. You, you're, you have a resolve, a determination, a, a faith that just says, I'm going to keep going. And sometimes even when things aren't going your way. Yeah. Even when you don't understand, there's a scripture said, that says, since the Lord is directing our steps, why try to understand everything that happens along the way? There comes a time where I'm just good with not understanding it, God. <laughs> not always, but you know, I'm, I'm more that way now. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but I'm going to keep moving forward because if I'm moving forward, you know, I'm just, I'm just putting feet to my faith. That's so good. That takes faith and that takes maturity. And I think that's where a lot of people do get stuck and they don't mm-hmm. step into the better than ever. And it's because, you know what, uh, trusting God doesn't mean you're going to understand everything. And, I, you know, we want God to do it our way, but sometimes a lot, well, God does it his way, but his ways are better than our ways over time. And we may not see it right now, but uh, I hope you'll just, like April's saying, just keep moving forward. You may not understand it. I think about all the things in the ministry, getting the compact center. There were many times I thought, oh God, this you've you brought us this far and now it's not going to work out. But you know what? Just go a few months and a few years and keep yeah. turning those pages and you think, oh God, that's why you had this happen. And, you know, God doesn't waste anything we go through. Yeah. And you can't live a better today if you're constantly thinking about a bad yesterday. And just because you had a bad moment doesn't mean it's a bad life, you know. So it's a part of life. So just, you know, it's a chapter. You'll be able to help somebody else with what you've gone through. Just keep moving forward. That's good. Say that again. Bad moment doesn't have to be a bad life. Yeah. Bad moment. A bad moment doesn't make a bad mama. A bad moment doesn't make a bad dad or a bad person. Yeah, that's so good. I like that. I think about don't let one disappointment, one failure, one divorce, one bankruptcy, one whatever ruin the rest of your life. You keep moving forward. My little sister April's my guest today, uh, April Simons. Her new book is Better Than Ever. It comes out in September, but you can pre-order it now. I promise you it's full of inspiration and hope, and just it'll it'll keep you encouraged. I, I, you hear us talk. I'm sure that's why you listen to the station, but, you know, there's enough negativity in the world. You have to keep your spirit person. You have to, I think today more than ever, you have to fill yourself up with good things. Yeah, you do. And, and one of my chapters, Joel, is Find Your Eagles. 
And you got to find those people that can put faith in you. You know, you spoke a message on uh, borrowing faith. Sometimes you need people around you that can lift your faith, that you can borrow their faith. You need people that push you, that challenge you. I, I've I've heard the saying: If you hang out with eagles, you're going to cluck. If you hang out with uh, uh, if you hang out with chickens, you're going to cluck. But if you hang out with eagles, you're going to soar. That's <laughs> so good. find your eagles. That's so good. Hey, let's do one more, and then we're going to take the calls, Chuck. But uh, let me ask you this. This is a great one. Be your biggest fan. I love that because yeah. sometimes it goes against our nature. You know, yeah. well, we're going to celebrate everybody else, and I'm not that talented, and they're better looking, and let me just be poor <laughs> on me, but yeah. it's not the way to live. No, I mean, the scripture says David encouraged himself in the Lord, and sometimes you're not going to have a fan club. <laughs> you're not going to have a cheering section, and you just got to cheer yourself on. You know, I thought about a time in the, the book that I told that I was speaking at a business seminar, and one of uh, the people that that I listened to on podcasts that I just loved that they don't know I listened to them. They were sitting front and center and I was scared. And, and so, you know, I was very nervous and all during my message, I had to cheer myself on. I had to mm. tell myself, you're doing great, April. <laughs> I don't know if I was, but I was telling myself, I had to tell myself, you can do it. You got this. You were made for this. You're an expert in the message God has given you to share. I had to cheer myself on because I needed cheering on. So sometimes people don't have that person. They don't have a family that can cheer you on. You might be listening. I just encourage you to talk to yourself like it's someone that you love. Talk to yourself like it's someone you believe in. Talk to yourself like it's someone that can do great things. You will rise to the level that you talk to yourself. That's so good, April. I love that because it's funny, you know, you should, we, we should get in a habit of doing that and don't be negative towards yourself. I think it's natural. A lot of people are just negative. They criticize themselves, even though they won't criticize maybe somebody else, at least to their face, but, but to, to themselves, they're critical. Even when, when I was speaking during the pandemic and the, the auditorium was empty, it's funny how those negative thoughts keep coming because I thought I'm speaking and, you know, I'm speaking to the camera and I'm thinking, oh, this is so boring because you can't hear any response. And I think, I hope I'm not boring people. And fortunately, the audience grew and it didn't go down. But you know what? I'm just saying that because I've been doing this for 20 years and you would think that, okay, I'd be pretty confident now. But I think those negative thoughts still come to us to mm -hmm. just tell us, well, you know, you did okay before, but you're not that great now. And, yeah. you know, just not, not, this is not, I don't mean egotistical stuff. I'm talking about being positive towards yourself, knowing that you're a masterpiece made in the image of God. Right. And you are you. You are who God made you to be. You know, I, I remember early on, I looked at Lisa and her speaking. And I thought, man, she's so good. And Joel and his speaking, man, he's so good. And Paul and and um, and I, I, it's easy to get caught in a moment of I'm not like them. I can't do it like that. And instead, I just stopped and I said, you know what? They're great at everything that they that God has anointed them to do. And I got to trust God that you have an anointing on my life. And I'm not going to compare. I'm going to cheer people on and, and I'm going to be all you've created me to be. Yeah, I like that because nobody can beat you at being you. Mm -hmm. I had to do the same thing when Daddy died in April because, you know, I thought everybody's here because my dad, because of my dad's preaching and personality and the way he did it. And I had to do the same thing. But I like that, that you're anointed to be you. And when I realized that, you know what, nobody can beat me at being being, being myself, well, it just kind of freed me. And it's, yeah. it's easy to be yourself. You don't have to pretend and you don't have to try to compete with somebody. And I just encourage 
encourage you to just step into who God made you to be. And really, that's when the ministry began to grow is when I just uh, stepped into the gifts and the and the security that God made me to be. Yeah, you've done great. You've done well with what I've taught you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's leave on that one, Chuck. <laughs> let's go to some calls. 